You want your business to succeed. Technology can get you there. Let's throw open the IT closet door and explore how technology is impacting your goals. Join us on Business Plus Tech Equals Success with your host, CEO of Sabino Comtech and industry unicorn, Nancy Sabino. Hi there, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me on Business Plus Tech Equals Success. I um, have been talking a lot about foundations and needing to set the right foundation for your company in all aspects, but because we're here talking about tech, uh, we're going to be talking about the right foundation for tech in the sense of how that will affect your business. Because as you've heard me say before, setting the right foundation can either set you for success or set you up for failure. And so I am here talking to my friend Tara Racer with Abadair Solutions. And we're going to be diving into the differences between having a good foundation and one that may be not so good and how that may have impacted her business and um, how it is going to be, um, how it's different basically when you do have a good foundation and when you may not. So Tara, if you don't mind uh, saying hi to everybody and telling us a little bit about yourself and what you guys do over at Abadair. Well, hello, Nancy, thank you so much. Um, I am the managing partner of Abadir Business Solutions, and we are a bookkeeping, payroll, and tax firm. We do uh, monthly bookkeeping, QuickBooks training, QuickBooks consulting, uh, all things bookkeeping related for uh, small to medium-sized businesses um, in the Katy and surrounding areas. Awesome. And I'm so excited because Tara and I have been friends for, oh, I can't even, I don't even know how long. Um, years. We've been, yeah, years. <laughs> mm -hmm. Years. Uh, we've been through the journey of building businesses together. And so that's why I thought Tara would be the perfect guest for uh, this podcast because I also love her story and how literally her business has grown. It's amazing. So um, let's let's dive in. Um, For the kind words. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Tara, tell me when when you first started off your business, did you have a plan for IT or technology, or did you just wing it? Because I feel like um, a lot of us business owners will either wing it or we will have a plan. We did not wing it. Um, and I'll tell you why, because before I started this business, I worked somewhere and they did not have a plan per se for IT. And it was a frustration almost every week. Something would go wrong and I saw the morale difference in the employees. When something would go wrong, the whole day was shot. Um, so it was not productive, the morale would go down, not to mention the work couldn't get done. And so I said to myself that I knew I had to put a sizable chunk of money into having a plan for IT that did not go down. <laughs> that was pretty much my plan. <laughs> so. I mean, and that's, 
the the reasons behind that plan, I think, is something that's uh, usually different than what other business owners think about. Like the the aspect that morale had that um, effect on that decision, I think it's it's astonishing because it's not something that very many business owners think about. And you know that morale is also cost because if let's say that somebody's computer went down, say even just the receptionist's computer went down, she would be griping and then it would spill over to a bookkeeper and then it spilled over to another bookkeeper. And then soon you had three people talking, nobody was working and it was just a domino effect. And so I knew that I had to put as much as I could afford, which was not a lot in the beginning, but that I, I really had to make sure that we were not going down during the day from the, that standpoint, productivity and employee morale and productivity. So that's yeah. the the one thing that um, as an IT professional, I feel like that's that's what uh, I see often is the um, and as an INFJ, I don't know if you follow the per 16 personalities or the uh, Myers-Briggs personalities. Oh. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I am an INFJ, and so I tend to feel other people's emotions, um, like, in a, it's very much at a forefront, and so a lot of the times, that's what I get whenever I talk to somebody, um, is, is the frustration, their frustration kind of, like, hits me, and I'm like, oh, no. It's like empathic. <laughs> you feel that things are just not going smooth. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it literally uh, tears at me. So that's one of the reasons why the morale aspect, I feel, is such a huge part of whether you have a good foundation or not when it comes to IT, because it literally does affect how people feel about their jobs. Yes. And, and uh -huh. doing their jobs. Mm -hmm. it, it, it really does because one, if they feel like you have not um, prioritized the machines they're working on, then they don't prioritize it. And so then it just, it's like I said, again, it's that domino effect of, oh, you know, nobody cares. It doesn't matter. The value of the data isn't, um, uh, isn't valued as much as it should be. I mean, we see, and this is sort of jumping ahead, but like every person here, because we prioritize our IT so much, they value the data, the server, the support team, your team, you know, they, every piece of the IT puzzle is valued then. So it's a cultural thing as well. Yeah, that's like, you know, I hadn't really thought about it, but it's true. It is definitely. Well, I think that's amazing because I, what, it makes me wonder then is how does that translate over to your clients and how you serve them? We, um, we always stress, you know, right off the bat, we'll talk to them about the importance of backups and their data. And, um, you know, so many clients want to run their business off a laptop <laughs> and we're like that, that's not really terribly productive, but it does become a discussion within you know, we do not just bookkeeping, but the whole consulting concept, we bring the discussion of IT into the mix, you know, and it, it's hard to get them to understand that even with a data heavy business, you know, um, but we really do kind of talk a little bit about why that's so important, you know, um, for their yeah, that's, turn. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's one of the things that um, I said at the intro of this podcast is IT, both the back end and the front end are usually both in the back end. Nobody really thinks about it until it breaks. Mm -hmm. And then it becomes a, a problem, a huge issue and something right. that you need to solve right now. Immediately. Yeah, it becomes so urgent, and it's one of those things where, in in my mind, I've always wondered why is this not more thought of, if it is so urgent when it's needed. You know what I mean? Right. We have a client actually that we even referred over to you, and I know she ended up not going um, because they didn't prioritize the cost at all. But at least every three months, we have a panicked phone call from them even now. Like, I need my data here. I need my data here. I need, you know, I, and it's like, remember when we mentioned that you needed to do X, Y, Z? It's not just so much that we're trying to get them to come up with a server setup, but it's that if you need numbers from your business, you have to have a stable environment to get the numbers from. It's not just the program, but the program, we put the data in the program, but they also need to have an accurate way or a stable way to run the program. You know, mm -hmm. it's two part. Um, many times clients will call us and say, my QuickBooks has crashed. I need you guys to pull the data from it. And we're like, okay, where's your backup? Oh, well, I didn't have a backup. You know, mm -hmm. and that's amazing to me. The businesses don't have a backup. Yeah, I mean it's it's disastrous when yeah. when that when you've gotten to that point and you think about well how long have you been in business, you know, and it's ten years or you know however yeah. long. Mm -hmm. I mean it could be one year, but to to think that data being gone and having to rebuild a yeah. year, two years, ten years worth of data yeah. is yeah. just painful. We had a client we ended up charging about $10,000 to because they had to rebuild four years of their data. Oh. And they had put it on a jump drive and lost it in a backpack. And I wanted to say like, are you kidding me? Your whole company was on a jump drive in someone's backpack. You know, it, I just, it doesn't really compute to me. You know? All right, so listeners out there, if you have your entire company in a jump drive or a USB drive in a backpack, please, please <laughs> do yourself the favor and and get yourself a backup. <laughs> um, 100%, 100%. And I feel like a, a backup should definitely be one of those foundational items when it comes to how your IT helps your business. Because, yeah. I mean, nowadays there's no there's no excuse for not having a backup. There are so many services out there, there are so many devices out there. All of that is just part of uh, what it takes to run a business nowadays. Right. Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, even if they want to do something simple, you know, a program that just uploads it online, you know, or have something in place. But I think it's hard. You know, people go into business to do whatever their business is, from making candles to, you know, selling forklifts, but they don't think about the value of the documentation for all that. You have to have a plan for how you're going to invoice clients and everything's done on the computer, you know, and so everything grinds to a halt if the IT is not working, you mm. know, in every type of business. 
I mean, that's almost like the equalizer is that every business is using computers these days and it has to be running. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and, and you didn't hear that from the IT person. <laughs> true, true, true. <laughs> but yes, I 100% agree with that for sure. Um, so we've talked about... Um, having a backup as a foundational aspect to running a business or the IT, the business plus the tech of running a business. We've talked about the data, the documentation and the programs. Are there other important functions or features that you would say that you need in your business um, that is one of those foundational items that you need in order to avoid issues? I think for us, um, I'm a bit of a fatalist, so I always think worst case scenario, but I was proven right with COVID. <laughs> so um, I always was like, let's say, you know, God forbid the building burns down, how are we going to work, you know? Um, so in a million years, I would not have thought that basically from a Monday to a Friday, we would have shut the business. And if you would have asked me, you know, could that be possible? I would have never said it could have. But we closed the business for COVID on a Monday. We were up and running Tuesday. I mean, it was so smooth and um, every single staff member worked from home. And not only have our clients complimented us on how amazing it was, but even people we've hired as new hires are just shocked at the what we had in place in order to, in case there was an emergency. And I just think, you know, not everybody is gonna need that level, but if think about if, um, if for some reason you can't open your store how are you going to make sure that you can still bill your clients? Or if you lose all of your records, you still have to file a tax return. You know, so what are the plans to have access to your data if you can't work from your office? Uh, so I think a plan, a backup plan of uh, worst case scenario is a huge plus. And I mean, it's 100% from you guys that we did have the plan in place then you know i knew what i wanted but i wouldn't wouldn't have had any idea how to get to it and so i basically said this is what i want to be able to happen and you guys were like okay we have to be able to set our server up so people could log in from home easily and not take a long time to get that in place yeah i uh, just again another thing that i definitely agree with um and just in case people out there, um, Tara keeps saying you guys, and what oh. she's referring to is Sabino CompTech, uh, which is my company. So yes, Tara is a client as well as a friend. Um, but really what, um, and I did not bring her on to um, boast about us, <laughs> um, but really the, I think there's so many lessons that, um, as friends we've been through um, and as, as fellow business owners where we have learned that some of these things are necessary, um, you know, having that plan because not just COVID, but we went through something similar with Harvey, um, which affected us here in the Houston area. Uh, so for sure, I think that's something that has to be uh, foundational and, and in place in order for you to not skip a beat and keep going, um, you know, being able to 
continue to bill your clients and things like that. But I, what I was taken aback by that you said was you still need to file a tax return. And I was like, duh, you know, like that is so true. Yes. I mean, we've had clients who have an emergency and they're like, well, I need you to call the IRS and tell them that it's just not, I can't file it. I'm like, they don't care. You have, it's your responsibility as a business owner to come up with a plan to safeguard your data so that you can have it. <laughs> oh, and, and that's um, not just for the IRS, but that's also the oh. same things for HIPAA compliance and um, GLBA and, and all of those other regulations. It's safeguarding data. And I think that's um, part of what we were talking about when it comes to the value of, of data. That's not really seen sometimes um, when it comes to some business owners, it's very much a um, production, production, production. Yeah. But what about the the proof of everything that you have produced? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's interesting you say that, too, because let's say um, you have to value your payroll records because no matter what happens, you have to generate a W-2 for your employees at the end of the year. And by me or whoever, whatever, you know, having that good source of data, I don't have to give them an excuse as to why they don't get a W-2. And so then therefore as employees, they know, hey, we aren't gonna give our clients excuses. That data has to be available. We couldn't just say, sorry, we can't do your payroll. There was a hurricane, you know? So it's kind of that, I'm not coming up with excuses why I can't fulfill my obligations to them. They then don't have an excuse as to why they can't fulfill their obligations to the client. Um, It just all kind of comes back to stable working platform per se, you know? Yeah. And it's all connected as well, um, which I find like a, like a funny thing because um, the internet and technology and, and all of these pieces are literally connected, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I find it funny, but mm-hmm. it's very true. Very it's, true. it's all very connected. Um, so would you say that your IT foundation is the same today as it was when you first started? Um, I would say when I first started and I talked to Angel, I remember vividly saying to him when we were talking about building a server, we'll never have more than three people working on this at one time. (laughs) I vividly remember that conversation and he was like, okay, but you know, I think you should plan for growth. Um, so clearly that has changed, but I also think that I hadn't, um, thought there would be so many outside people dialing in and working on our server as internal people. You know, um, we have contractors that dial in and work on certain pieces of data. And so that's something I hadn't fully realized how much we would utilize. So that initial planning um, has definitely helped with growth and growth is always good. That's, that's what, that's the reason why you're in business. Exactly. And, and even the, the, the concept of how people dial in and work on our server has changed. I remember, you know, in the beginning we had certain parameters set up and then we would find, oh, there's a stumbling block. Okay. Let's change to this. And basically 
a policy put in place each time to kind of implement the changes. So it definitely, it definitely has grown, but the core foundation of um, have a great backup, <laughs> have an extremely organized uh, way to store the data. That's a big thing in our office. We're very big on organizing and having it easily accessible. Um, I would say those are two important things. I love that because I, I think of, um, I always like to put things into um, physical forms so uh -huh. if or associations. So when I think of um, a server and a data backup and things like that, uh, and then the, what you were talking about with the data organization, I always want to tell people, you know, think about filing cabinets. You have things organized within a filing cabinet in a certain way. Why wouldn't you want to do that in, you know, within your own office? Um, and sometimes we run into companies that there is no organization. Um, documents are just everywhere and anybody and everybody can access it or they think that they can't but they can and i always tell people you know you have your own private documents within your with your desk um you know locked in your desk that kind of thing right the digital form should be the exact same thing as well as documents that everybody can see and access that you have on your break room you know things right. like that right but making sure that the uh, security on the internal side is also as important is something that I always feel goes hand in hand when it comes to the organization of documents. And that's something that um, I think should also be foundational. I do agree. And I think people should take some time in the beginning to almost, you know, pen and paper, draw out something like in their perfect world, how would they access documents? even if it's just by year or by month, we have pretty much never changed that from day one. Um, we may have added folders within client files, but um, you know, for different services, but we've pretty much kept that same foundational layout of our server and our files from day one. You know. And that's, that makes it super easy when you have, when you're growing because it, you're just adding on as opposed to having to rebuild, which is, right. it, it's so time consuming and a pain to re, to oh, basically yeah. relearn and, and re um, train on where things are and where you're going to be putting what and right. all right. of that causes chaos within an office. And again, it goes back to morale and productivity because if, if all of the admins are re are digging around for a file, that means we're not able to do the work for the file, you know? And so even when, and I mean, we are not perfect, trust me. But <laughs> so when we can't find a file and it's so frustrating, it almost drives the importance of it all back again. You know, like, look, we've all looked for this now. Remember, it's supposed to be done this way. And it, and everyone's like, oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, um, but it is definitely foundational. Yeah, it's definitely much easier for everybody to know where to go find that document as opposed to um, it could be anywhere, <laughs> literally. And you guys definitely helped us with folder structure. I said you guys, sorry. Sabina <laughs> helped us with, um, you know, we have staff folders, but certain ones are locked for permissions and we have 
you know, when we add a new person, you know, certain layers have certain permissions and that's been set up and it just kind of, it makes the implementation of a new employee easier too. You know, what do they have permission to see and what do they not? Mm. Yeah. Which goes back to the, the security aspect of things. Um, and so, um, I, I'm wondering at, at this point in time, have you, so there's, let me gather my thoughts here because I'm running through so so much so many things that we've talked about. Um, when you first started, you did have a plan and you had a foundation that you wanted to build upon. Um, and as you've grown, you have kind of just folded things into that same foundation. Um, so going forward, have you thought about how you will change things if you will change things as you continue to grow or as technology changes? We have. Um, it pains me to ponder getting rid of the server, I have to admit, <laughs> because there's sort of a um, security blanket in knowing that if something happened, I could pick the server up and start the business anywhere. You know, again, it goes back to my fatalistic, you know, thought. <laughs> But on the flip side of that, um, I have to try to embrace the fact that realistically, a lot of this data could just be housed online. And it's probably highly unlikely the internet's gonna go completely go down. And so um, you and I have talked about, you know, different ways that we can maybe start to get rid of the server and have more accessible online. And that sort of goes hand in hand with seeing how well people work from home that let's maybe expand on that and, and start to have, start to sort of peel away from the server a little bit. I know it's painful. It's, it's very painful. painful. <laughs> Security blanket. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be running anywhere with my server under my arm, but it just makes me think like, here's my business in a box, you know, <laughs> but I also have to realize that that as many backups as we have, that physical manifestation of the data, something could happen to it. And mm -hmm. so if it's online, it would be more accessible and not have to wait to restore files or that sort of thing. So um, I think, you know, we're sort of looking, I would say within a one year plan of, um, of uh, going in that direction. And it's hard too, because we've put a lot of money into that hardware and, you know, but realistically, it comes back to my thought process of like, yes, you put the money into it, but you get the use out of it every single day. So would it be, uh, we have to at some point break away and decide this new technology is more advantageous. But it's hard. Yeah, and that's the, <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Oh, that, I think that that's something that many business owners uh, kind of think about and wonder, especially those that are used to having um, servers in-house, um, ultimately speaking, the the question of if and when should we move over to the cloud or an online server, things like that. And um, nowadays, there's so many different options of doing that. And the reasons why are always what I try to bring it back to, like, um, is it something that you truly need or is it, you know, what are your reasons behind doing that? And if they're just because those are the wrong reasons, but if it's, 
if it's something that you know you are wanting to not just embrace a new technology but also you're thinking future wise um then that's like that's the beginning of the of the conversation and where is your business and your industry going because if you if your industry is going in that direction also well then we have to also take that leap right so it is hard because i do love um technology so it's like oh the new bright shiny thing is hard to then be like okay let's think about this do, like you said do you need it what benefit is it and um i'm looking at the benefit of um okay let's say we grow 20 percent in the next you know year then can our existing hardware handle that? Is it worth upgrading or is that growth then the time to say, let's move to a completely different structural concept so that we just can seamlessly plan ahead. We definitely would be the type who, you know, that would say, okay, well, we're gonna plan this for X, Y, Z and what do we need to put in place to make that transition smooth? Ooh, and then you have to think about, um, do you need a new foundation um, or do you carry the same foundational um, features and items to the new structure? Right, right. I know it's hard. It's a lot to decide um, because the known is so successful right now. And, you know, knock on wood, everything is going smoothly. But um you know, we did run in, you know, by having a, by having a physical, you know, server, I ha I know where that data is, uh, but then on the flip side, uh, if the internet goes down, we still can't access it, whether it's a server or everything's housed in the cloud type of thing. Mm -hmm. So it's just a lot of pros and cons, but I want to take the same concept of like a measured approach then, you know um and not kind of just jumping at it but really looking at the pros and cons of what what it is so i i have to say that um i love how educated you are when it comes to the technology um and when it comes to how it affects your business i think um that is something that not many people really stop to consider and i always feel like you should because otherwise you won't actually make decisions that are you know valuable for your business right. uh, so i commend you on that for sure because oh. and that's one of the <laughs> well it's one of that's actually the reason why i um asked you to be a guest on this episode because it was like, I, I don't know, um, I don't want to offend any of our other clients. So, um, <laughs> no, but um, I, I think the, the way that you handle um, knowing about the technology and, and how it truly affects your business, I think that's something that um, I've always admired. So, um, uh, also, I don't want to cut you off, but that may, you know, by putting it to the forefront and knowing, I mean, you do have to pay for quality service, let's be real. And so um, knowing that that was gonna be a large portion of our operating budget meant in my mind, you better at least have a working knowledge of what you are paying for. Paying for, now, absolutely. I know 100% it's not my area of expertise, but I know enough to 
say this is what I want or this is you know what could be possible or can this be possible and so again it goes to like it's a valued asset you know in the whole business I wouldn't buy um you, you know you just wouldn't put that much into your business and not have some knowledge of it that yeah now. for sure and that's um that I think that's definitely important and if um, you're listening out there and you're thinking about whether this is important to you or not, it is. So, uh, you know, learn it, get to know a little bit about it. Um, that way you can have the right conversations, ask the right questions. Cause I think that's the most important thing is asking the right questions. Um, anyways, I'm going to start on a tangent of something else when it comes to <laughs> asking the right questions and, um, you know, making sure that you are asking the right questions. Cause that's, I'm going to, I'm going to go on this tangent anyway, because that's how IT people in general can take advantage of business owners. And it's something that drives me absolutely crazy. Um, but if you were to just ask the right questions, you could get away from that, essentially speaking. Um, so anyways, that's my smart little tangent there. Um so I had um, a couple more questions for you and we're coming down to, I think the hour now, cause we've oh been, gosh. we just yeah. chat about this a lot. <laughs> yeah. We could go on all day. Um, I need to talk about my server. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when you compare um, how things were set up in the company that you were, bef were in before you started your business and how your company is set up now, what would you say besides morale um, and, and that kind of thing are, are some of the business benefits that you have gained over your previous employer? Um, speed for one thing of, of, of uh, the computer, because I can't tell you how many times I used to hear, I hit enter and I'm sitting here for a minute before the data even moves. No one ever says that in our office. And you know, we do not have a state of the art desk, you know, workstations in any way, shape or form, but they all work and no one complains about the speed. And so that's a biggie. I think having the right level, I mean, yeah, I would love to have, you know, $5,000 computers at everyone's desk, but no one's complaining with what they have. Everybody's happy with their the speed of the operating, you know, of each computer. And so um, the thing that we found is, let's say, for example, your computer was hanging up during that, you know, few microseconds, the attention was lost. And then off they'd go on to something else or someone would get on their phone and they'd be texting and this and that. And then you, it's just cascading that, that they would lose that productivity. So that I would say productivity from slow uh, hardware was a biggie, um, not finding the data or, um, you know, a client would call and we could never find what they were looking for. And so then you're making excuses to the client. If you look disorganized, they're going to assume that your work is disorganized. So it's almost like an intrinsic lack of faith in what you're producing, you know, and it's like, no, I, we really do good work. We just can't find any of it. Well, you've never, no client is going to buy that, you know, type of thing. We've never had to say to a client, um, we can't, send you what you need because we can't find it. I mean, we just don't, you know? Yeah. Um, so I would say those are some kind of unusual things people might not think about, you know? 
if, even if you're a restaurant and you know between the time your waiter is logging in an order and it's being accepted if there's a delay and they lose focus it's this trickle down that the food doesn't come out and then the pos doesn't work and this and that you know and and it's just we see it in every business you know we see we see where those delays or oh the computer's crashing or um you know uh, an employee saying like oh these computers are terrible they're trash i mean it just sort of sets the tone for the whole company you know if i ever hear even the slightest like if someone's like um uh, oh, I don't know, uh, says something about the computer. I'm like, what are you complaining about? Tell me exactly what the complaint is and we will address it, which sort of gets into, um, you know, having a support kind of plan in action. It's one thing to put it into place, the hardware, but then how are you going to make sure it keeps running, which mm -hmm. probably goes into a whole other conversation. <laughs> you know, um, I don't know if that answered your question, but if that was kind of too off the wall there, but... No, no, no. So um, it, it, the difference between having a solid foundation and a rickety one, not just the morale aspect, which would so one morale, mm -hmm. uh, two speed, yes, three productivity, and four protecting your reputation. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. So I, I think those are. I mean, yeah, I just wouldn't, you know, you don't want um, somebody to say, oh, you know, I used, uh, I tried to get my tax return from Abadir, but they can never find the data. I mean, that would be mortifying and that reputation is important um, no matter what type of business you're in. You know? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And that's, I think the, those are some things that people don't realize are connected to their IT. And that's uh, one of the reasons why I started this podcast. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. Um, you know, in today's day and age with such social media, you know, you only need one person to say, I went into this place to do a return and they couldn't find it. And then their computer crashed. And, you know, I stood there for 20 minutes and, you know, they don't have their act together. Never would that florist think, oh, that's all related to the fact that, that I didn't get a decent IT plan, mm -hmm. you know, but it's right. It really does all, you know, stem from one thing type of, you know, it's, it's amazing how it interweaves into everything. Oh yeah. And especially with the newer generations becoming the consumers and the decision makers and so on and so forth. I, I mean, they grew up with technology. So Exactly. It's one of those where uh, they're they're going to see it and they're going to feel it and they may make the association um, that other businesses are not uh, making. Right. So right, that's that's a whole other conversation. I mean, I'm writing notes for uh, future podcast episodes <laughs> right. here. <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, we have covered a wide variety, but it it it's it's hard to really get people to see how it is all interconnected and and i think because we have these conversations with clients so often um you know a daycare and then the client needs a receipt for their donate for their uh, tuition and the person can't generate it because they lost all their data in june and you know and it's like well i need to file my tax return i need that receipt and i can't get it from the daycare you know it, it's it's shocking how it's so interwoven 
Oh yeah, and I'm I'm like squinting my eyes for those that can't see me. <laughs> it's like <laughs> that's painful. That is so that's painful to it. think about. Um, well, I think um, to close us off, um, I ask you um, to leave our audience with a piece of advice. Um, doesn't have to be technology related, um, or it could be whatever you want of, you know, what it takes or how to just make, improve somebody's life when it comes to growing a business. What, what's a piece of advice that you could leave us with? I would say, um, you know, I hate to, you know, use the golden rule, but in all honesty, treat your staff and your customers the way you would want to be treated. And so you wouldn't want to, you know, if we use the technology example, you wouldn't want to work somewhere where half of your day you're spent staring at a computer rebooting because it doesn't work. And you want, you would want the same courtesy given to you. And then also you want the, the courtesy that you want from your um, customers give to them. And so we have really stood by just that kind of golden rule do unto others as you want others to do unto you. Um, and it's worked out well. You know, I just kind of keep a very strong sort of moral high ground with um, the way we treat our employees and the way we treat our customers. So that's and I my can definitely attest to that. that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the pearls of wisdom I have at the moment. So. Perfect. Well, thank you. I, I think that you're a hundred percent correct on that. And, uh, it, it is the golden rule for a reason. So yeah. it, to apply it to business as well as in life, I think that is, uh, something that could be tremendously helpful for everyone. Our world would be a much better place for it sure. Is. Like just <laughs> offer a little compassion, you know, I mean, we're very much like if we have a small client, We'll work with them because we were there once too, you know, so it's that sort of thing. Put yourself in other people's shoes and have a little compassion. So love it. So Tara, let us, let us know how, um, some business owners that may be looking for QuickBooks, um, help either training or for, um, to offload it from their business. Let us know how can they find you? Probably the best way is to reach out on our website, which is Abadare. A-B-E-R-D-A-R-E dot U-S dot com or give us a call at 281-599-3380. We're out in Katy on Mason Road. Perfect. And I know you've got social media as well, so I'll uh, include all of your contact info as well as all your socials so that people can find you guys um, and get some help if they need it. Thank you so much. We'll look forward to it. Love it. Well, thank you very much, Tara, for joining me here today. It was great. So, (laughs) (laughs) and we'll definitely have to have you on uh, again to talk about one of these many things that I wrote down in my notes. But I I really appreciate you being here, and um, thank you very much. So we will see you all next time. Thank you for spending this time with me and my guest. I hope you were able to get some juicy, helpful tips or some nuggets that got you thinking. If you want to connect in between episodes, visit my website, nancysabino.com. Follow me at Nancy Sabino S-E-T on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and of course, Nancy Sabino on LinkedIn. 
If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. See you next time.